Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and create a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, check out juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level Phase podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, and I'm so happy that you keep joining me here week after week. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about BS, and that stands for belief system, okay? I know where your mind went with that BS, but I'm talking about belief system and why it's important to, one, be aware of it, and two, be able to withstand challenge or opposition to it, okay? The simplest way I help my clients understand their belief system and where it's coming from is by drawing this diagram. And for those of you who are only listening in podcast land, I will try my best to explain how I'm drawing this diagram. But if you want to see the visual, you can head over to my YouTube channel and that will be linked in the show notes. Okay. So imagine a semicircle. Okay. And this semicircle represents your subconscious mind. So I'm going to write sub, subconscious mind right here. Okay. As we begin to grow and have experiences, we begin to fill our subconscious mind with all that we know to be true, right? This is how we're establishing our belief system. And it's happening completely under the radar. Okay. We're unaware this is occurring right? It's happening subconsciously or non-conscious, right? It's a sponge and it's soaking everything in your experiences, your emotions within those experiences, everything, what you're told, everything. It's soaking it in. Okay. That's why young children believe what they're told, right? Like enter Santa Claus and the Easter bunny. Now, Before I go on, this will be a really good time to make sure the kiddos do not hear this next part, okay? So if you're driving and the kids are in the car, I'm going to give you a couple of seconds. You're just going to pause it until you're not with your kids in the car, okay? Three, two, one, moving on. So we have this semicircle and it's our subconscious mind. And from the moment we were able to form and are aware of our conscious thoughts, the second circle forms right on top, okay? just like this. So it's creating a circle, a complete circle. Now, if we were to divide this circle horizontally straight through the middle, this line represents our reality. And when we are young, the gaps in our reality line are much larger, allowing for more experiences and the way those experiences make us feel and what we're being told to all kind of filter through into our subconscious mind. Okay. And again, it all starts to form our belief system. So back to the example of Santa Claus, you believe because you're being told to believe everything you're experiencing and connecting all those magical, happy emotions that's all coming together and it allows for easy passage from what's happening consciously 
into your subconscious mind and it forms a subconscious storehouse, if you will. Like it becomes this protected belief system. Okay. And this is why when we're four, right? And our big brother tells us Santa's not real. That thought right here of no Santa, right? That's what we're told. And as it inches our con- our conscious mind and it starts to flow through our reality line, it checks in with that belief system we have, right? This BS we have down here that says, oh, wait, no, 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 no. Santa is real. I've known Santa to be real my whole life, right? I've experienced Santa to be real. I've been told Santa is real. There's no way that that's true. So we kick that idea back out. It starts to enter. It challenges our reality line. And we say, no, 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 boom. And we kick it back out. We say, nope, my belief system says that Santa is real. Nice try. I'm going to keep believing Santa's real. Okay. And then as we begin to grow older and we have more and more and more of those invading experiences and what we're being told of Santa not being real, it begins to put so much pressure on this reality line that it allows it to come through, okay? And settle in to our subconscious mind as a new belief system, okay? So when all of that continues to challenge us, if this belief system, if this storehouse of Santa being real, if it's not strong enough to handle the resistance, handle the challenge, handle the pressure of being told over and over and over and over again, experiencing over and over and over and over again that Santa is not real, then you're going to now accept that as truth. So you now have a new belief system that Santa is not real. Okay. Now, this goes for everything that's happening in our world. Now, that's that's a simple, positive experience to understand our subconscious mind, right? But let's say in your subconscious mind, you have old belief systems like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm ugly. I'm tired. I'm lazy. I'm Whatever it is, you have those negative belief systems in your mind. And let's say you've had them for 30 years. Okay. And so you have all these, I'm just going to draw a bunch of frowny faces in my subconscious mind semicircle. And those are representing all the negative beliefs that I have about myself because for the past 30 years, that's what I've experienced. I've been told I'm not worthy. I've experienced I'm not worthy over and over and over and over again. So that is my belief system. Okay. Are you following? Now, If this is our belief system, and let's say we go to an event, or we take a personal development course, or we hear a podcast that inspires us, right? So something good happens, and we start to get motivated, and we start to get inspired. So I'm just going to draw like a little star out here to represent something light that has happened, something opposite of this of these old negative beliefs. Okay. And this starts to come into our conscious mind and we're like, this is good. I like this. Things are possible for me. You know what? I think I am worthy. You know what? I think I am good enough. And so this thought starts to come in. Well, what happens is 
it goes against our reality line, right? So it's going to come in here and it's going to check with our reality line. And our reality line is going to go, well, I mean, that's kind of what's happening now. Like right now in this particular moment, at this particular event, you feel great and you feel worthy. But let's check in with our subconscious storehouse. And oh, wait a second. Nope. Remember, we don't believe that. So we're just, we're going to say no and we're going to kick it back out. Okay. That's why when you get motivated and you are able to do something, like let's say you come back from an event and let's say it's a Tony Robbins event and you're just like on fire, right? You feel like you can take over the world and you come back and you've had all these good experiences and you've convinced yourself that this can be your reality and everything feels good, right? It starts going good. And then you start to kind of lose that momentum. You start to lose that motivation, that inspiration, because you're not surrounded by it anymore. It's not consistently pouring into you anymore, right? You were at a three-day event. So for three days, you were challenging your reality line with all these good things for you, right? And so you start to believe that, oh, it is possible. It is possible. I can do this. I can make $100,000 a year. I can make a million dollars a year. I can launch my own business. Whatever it is for you, right? Whatever that goal in your head of the best version of yourself, whatever that is for you, that you see in yourself that God has placed in your heart that has been calling you forward and you, you start to believe that it's possible, right? And and then you, you're away from it now, like you're back home and you start coming into the same environment that you were in when you weren't feeling good enough, worthy enough, right? You're still around the same people. You're still doing the same daily routine. You're still doing the same thing that you were doing before this event. And you're not yielding new results because again, that subconscious mind, that belief system, it has been in there for 30 years for you, right? And so it's going, wait a second, I don't recognize this new behavior. I don't recognize these new thought patterns. No, 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 no. Remember, remember when you were 10 and you tried something new and you failed miserably at it? Remember that? Oh, remember when you were 18 and you thought you could go to college and you failed out of college? Remember when you went for your first job and your interview sucked and you didn't get hired, right? It starts to remind you of all the reasons and the experiences you've had to make that old negative belief system true for you, right? It starts to give you all these excuses to flood back out the positive experience you just had. It just, your subconscious mind's going, remember, 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 you can't do it. Remember, we do, we, this is how we do. We watch Netflix and we chill all day. We don't take intentional steps of action to improve our lives. Why do you think you're doing that, right? And for the first week or so, you might be still energized enough from that event to challenge it back and be like, no, but I I really want to do this. I know I can do this. You know, I have people that believe in me. and, And so you're able to fight against that. But then 
resistance is going to come up. Okay. And that resistance, again, it can be your old environment. It can be people, you know, a lot of times our inner circle of when we're not our best selves is not the same inner circle we're going to have living into our best selves, especially if that inner circle does not want to grow and change and develop and thrive, right? If, if that's the inner circle that you have and you are trying to live into the best version of yourself and they're like, but why do you not just want to be this way? Like, it's just better. Like, why do you have to go take courses? Why do you have to work with a coach? Why do you have to read personal development books? Like, why can't you just be content with your life? Right? So that inner circle, my friend, does not need to be your inner circle as you grow and change. You cannot heal in the same environment that made you sick. Okay? And that's the same thing with our mind. So when that resistance comes up, perhaps it's a friend, perhaps it's a loved one, perhaps it's just a a job, right? Whatever it is, whatever that, that toxic relationship is to your new self, that's pulling resistance. And if you don't continuously pour in the good, and continue to grow and continue to pour in all those good things, right? Like you did before, just pour all, all the good, just totally load down that reality line, just like with Santa Claus. Okay. But this time you're doing positive things. Okay. And it's going to break through that reality line and it's going to say, oh, wait, no, this is what we believe now. We do believe we are worthy. We do believe we are capable. We do believe that God is for us too, right? And all those positive experiences, the more positive emotions that you can connect to these new experiences are going to drive those thoughts further into your subconscious mind, okay? So just like with the magic of Santa, You believed it so much when you were four because the experience, the emotional connection you had to that magic was so powerful. It didn't matter that you saw your dad put a present under the tree because as soon as he said, oh, no, that was something else. That wasn't, I'm not Santa. You're like, okay. And you believe it because you want it to be true. You can do that same thing with the good stuff. You can continue to create discipline in your life that allows for you to grow and become the best version of yourself. You know, one of the things that I'm constantly aware of is that in pouring out, in teaching, in speaking, in writing books, right, I'm constantly pouring out. Well, that's a really quick way to get burnt out, right? Like to be completely depleted. So I have to make sure that I am doing the things for my life to continue to pour back into me so that I can continue to pour back out. And that's why I'm in the word daily. 
That's why I am talking with Jesus every single day, all day long, right? I need that constant connection. I need to be attached to the vine or I will wither away. (laughs) That's just how it works. And the more that I focus and stay intentional with that, the more I work with my personal coach, the more I'm involved in masterminds and group coaching programs where I'm in that community of like-minded and like-valued people moving in the same direction that I'm moving, that's where I see the most growth. You know, this becoming the best version of you is not something you do alone. And could you? Sure. Do I recommend it? Nope. Not at all. It's too hard. Life is hard, my friends. But becoming the best version of you doesn't always have to be. If you have the right support and the right systems in place and the right discipline and the right mental attitude about it, right? You have to put the right things in place in order to keep moving forward, okay? Now, here's the kick in the pants. The old belief system you had, it never goes away, okay? It's in there, right? We put it in a storehouse. Now, we've maybe built up several years, right? So let's say we're at 35 now. We've built up several years of good positive belief systems. And let's say it's just blocking the door to that storehouse, right? So we now have all the good stuff in there, but that old belief system is still in there. It's energy. It's just there, okay? Every now and then, something is going to come up that is going to remind your subconscious mind of that old belief system, right? You thought you had outgrown it. You thought you've released it and boom, it shows up again completely uninvited. It's your brain noticing a thought or an experience that confirms that old belief. And your brain says, oh, I remember this. Oh, cool. Are we going to do this again? And it begins to recall all those old thoughts and experiences that proved that old belief to be true. You can never get rid of it but you can overcome it. You can overpower it. You can surrender it. You can can continue to pursue the thoughts and feelings and actions that support the opposite of that. And then even though that old belief system will make its appearance again every now and again, right? You've invested in training your mind to recognize it and to continue to move forward without skipping a beat. Right when I'm working with my clients, and they they tend to to peak in value. Right, they go through highs and then they go through lows and highs and lows and highs and lows. Our goal is to shorten the time between the two, right? And so you don't go as low, and you stay low for a shorter amount of time. Okay, because you do need to feel it. You do need to let yourself understand your feelings and experience those feelings and not just suppress them or shove them aside. Okay. If your brain is recalling something, honor that thought. 
but honor it for what it is. It's just a reminder where you're coming from, where you have come from. It's not a reminder of who you are or who you are in the future. It's simply a reminder of where you came from and all that you have overcome. And so if you can make that switch in your mind of, oh, it's not telling me this is where I have to go back to. This is telling me to remind myself how far I've come. The amount of time you stay down and sad and frustrated and disappointed will be much shorter than if you allowed yourself to go all the way back there again and say, oh, wait, oh, God, that's right. Oh, this is really hard. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Who am I kidding? Who did I think I was? I tried it. And obviously, it's not going to work for me. Right? We've all had stuff like that. Our minds are supercomputers. And allowed to run free without supervision is like a Terminator movie, right? Nothing good is going to come from the computers taking over, right? That's why God tells us to take captive our thoughts. He doesn't tell us that just because, right? He knows how powerful our thoughts are. And in Philippians 4, 6 through 8, we are told, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. He is saying, quit spending your time and energy thinking about the things that are not for me. Stop it. (laughs) It's not serving you. And I know that sounds easier than we have experienced it to be sometimes. But I also know that in 2 Timothy 1.7, we are told, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. We're told we have power and self-control. And that self-control is needed way more than to resist the chocolate cake, right? Like self-control comes to your thoughts too, my friend. And as you continue to grow and enter your next level of faith, I want to encourage you to be open to things that challenge your old belief systems, okay? But hear this, allowing yourself to be open to the challenge does not give you a free pass from submitting that new thought, that new idea to the Holy Spirit, okay? Because as believers, we submit to the Holy Spirit for the first right of refusal. And in doing so, this is where we allow God to work in us, on us, and through us. And this is how it needs to be in order to fulfill His will for our lives, right? Don't shut yourself out to the wonder and the new and innovation and all of that. Don't shut yourself out to that. Allow yourself to be open, to receive it open-mindedly, 
but always put it in check and check it first with the Holy Spirit. Okay? Don't rely on just your brain. Check in the Spirit first. Okay? Take captive your thoughts. Oh my gosh, I love this topic so much. And I could discuss all things brain (laughs) for hours. But we will end here for today, my friends, with the reminder that by continuing to share out this podcast and subscribe and leave a five-star rate and review, you are helping this message reach all those who need to hear it. And as always, my friends, I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Please message me over on IG at the Julianne Kirkland or come join my free Facebook community, Inspired Life. Until next time, remember, the best version of you begins on your next level of faith.